In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1 Are you a seeker? Believer? Doubter or philosopher? Are you church-weary and disillusioned? Or Jesus-loving and digging deeper? This church welcomes you all. Join siblings, Ben and Joanna Church, your hosts for the I Will Be Your Church podcast, a daily discovery of the realm of God. Grow strong in the truth of God's presence and love so that you can say to your families, friends, co-workers, and social media worlds, I will be your church. In the beginning, if there is something that most people agree on, scientists, atheists, philosophers, believers in God, it's that there is a beginning to what we know as the physical universe, a time when out of what seems like nothing, something was formed. Whether you believe that is billions of years ago with the Big Bang or 6,000 some years ago at the hand of a creator, or maybe you fall somewhere in between. From that common assumption that there didn't used to be a universe and now there is, we can see that we all have belief in a beginning. Isn't it wonderful that with such varied beliefs, we can still choose to find a commonality? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. In the beginning. So here we have all peoples of all times knowing that it started somewhere. It's just innate in our thinking. This started. One day there was nothing. The next day there was something. Scientists believe that. I, you know, everyone does. Yeah. There was a time before. Right. As believers in a creator, we believe that everything in the universe from the smallest quantum cell to all that makes up time, space, matter, planets, stars, animals, humans, we are all connected, united, intertwined into this physical realm whose central control or command center, for lack of a better description, is actually the spirit realm of God. And that as the head of this organized and beautiful creation, he has an eternal purpose that actually goes beyond just our short physical life on this planet. And amazingly, he invites humans to choose whether they want to participate in that purpose or not. Well, if you read that first chapter of Romans, which I'd, I'd recommend everyone read, it even says that nature is a witness that there is a God. Think of all your friends, maybe they're outdoors people. They have an, an idea that they call it their church. You know, I, I have a lot of hunter friends. I hunt myself, love being outside. And most of the time when I talk to people who are like that, they say that they're closest to God out there. And these are these are non-religious people mostly. And they say that the nature is their church or they feel spiritual outdoors because nature is a witness to God. Isn't that amazing that 2000 years ago, the Apostle Paul wrote that? Yeah. And we were seeing it laid before us today that that still bears witness with all of humanity that nature 
points us to God. And the scripture, Genesis 1-1, you know, that was written, the tradition is that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. So that's thousands of years ago. He wrote, in the beginning. And that still holds true today. We're still thinking about that first verse of the Bible today. Yeah. In the beginning. And, And it's not just believers who are thinking it. It's everyone. Everyone's thinking it. Yeah. And again, that it's that invitation that he gives to humans specifically to participate in this creation that's really something to think about. Hebrews 11.3 says that by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen by our physical eyes. Now, for those of you who think that this belief that the physical world actually is made up of unseen things, that that's unreasonable or crazy, I invite you to study the world of quantum physics and mechanics, where not only can cells disappear and reappear, they can even work outside of the confines of time. Could quantum theory actually show us that realm of the creator that exists outside of our time and space? Sometimes, to me, it's absolutely astounding how science and God can not only coexist, but actually support each other. But wouldn't that make sense if science is actually just the uncovering of the mechanics of the creation of God? Mm, That's awesome. I would, I've been checking out Is Genesis History on uh, YouTube. Some of the, the best scientists in the world from a creationist perspective. And they've been talking about looking at it through what type of paradigm are you looking at the world? Secular scientists look at the world through a secular or humanistic paradigm. So in other words, they have a set of assumptions about what they're looking at and they make hypotheses and do experiments based on that paradigm. Well, creation scientists are doing the exact same thing, but from a paradigm that in the beginning God created. And so with that in mind, we do the same, we pose the same amount of theories. We do the same amount of research, knowing and seeing the evidence pointing towards that God created this. So it's not that we're not scientists because we believe that God created this or only they're scientists because they believe that the big bang happened. But it's just what paradigm are you looking at the world through? It's basically a set of lenses that you're looking at the world through with a set of assumptions. So if you don't believe that there's a God, that God created the heavens and the earth, or that in the beginning God created this, well, all of your theories and all of your postulates and all these, you know, and all of the experiments that you go after and the evidence that you're going to try to interpret is all going to point you towards that. But if you're open-minded and say, yeah, I'm going to just going to see what the facts are. I'm going to listen to other people when they do experiments. And we're just going to find this out. I think you'd be a lot more accepting of some interesting evidences that are out there that actually point to a creator. I think sometimes too, Christians have maybe become their own worst enemy in presenting uh, their beliefs to the world because mm-hmm we try to spiritualize what actually is something 
true, which is cells and quantum cells and how they work outside of time and space. When I first heard the theory of relativity, I was blown away and thought, oh my gosh, that explains how God does it. Like mm-hmm. it, to me, it was an actual revelation, a scientific and spiritual revelation. So they're not mutually exclusive. As I said, to me, science is the uncovering. It's the revealing of the mechanics of creation mm-hmm. and, and how he's made it work in the physical realm while he's in the spiritual realm. And we've made it this, ooh, the spiritual realm. And, and it's not like that at all. It's a dimension. It's a place. There's beings and it's a realm that is existing right alongside of us and not just some cloudy heaven in the sky at all, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about uh, somewhere down the road about the realm of heaven and what that looks like. So how can you apply this simple scripture in your life today as you try and strengthen your spirit and interact with the people in your life? It's about recognizing that your belief in God is not at odds with science and that people who believe in a different origin story than you still believe in an origin story. And that is a place of commonality where at least our conversations can begin. And be encouraged and encourage others that this vast universe connects us all with an eternal purpose that goes back to the beginning. Walk confident today that in the beginning, God created and called his creation to be purposeful and full of wonder and exploration. That means you have a purpose and wonder and exploration humming through your very cells. The very things that make up your DNA are filled with his purpose and his glory. So go into your world today and say to the people who think, believe, look, and act differently than you, I will be your church. Well, my prayer blessing for you today is that you would respond to the heart of God towards you through the cross of Jesus Christ. He loves you. He wants you to be reconciled to him today that you would repent of evil ways and that you would just turn towards the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll change you if you just turn towards him and that you would embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word, that you would be a doer of the word and of God's will in your life every day. So go out there and do it. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.